Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming, eat, nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us, tuning in, and downloading our podcast. We are the. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going because <laughs> I already screwed up. <laughs> I had Dale open we, the show. I didn't want to say why I had you open the show, but I had you open the show because I wanted to fucking finish eating my pork carnitas. But. <laughs> Let me. We're the for- we're the Fortune Fire of Fantasy Football Podcast. With me, as always, is Christian Brito. <laughs> <laughs> what a Great tremendous way. start after being Great off. Way. All right, guys, uh, we're the Fortune Fire of Fantasy Football because Dale's into another crappy show for some reason. <laughs> it's either uh, that or Cupcake Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started the show, I was on Hulu and I just I had to actually pause Forge and Fire to record the podcast. And uh, it says Forge and Fire, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, then Cupcake Wars, all on the same screen. Um, I don't even watch the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, so I don't know why it's keep watching. I, maybe my wife watches it in the day or something. But Forge and Fire, if you guys haven't seen it, quality show, great, great reality show you got there. Uh, History Channel, by the way. And uh, where's Cupcake Wars? Uh, Cupcake Wars is, I don't know, uh, Food Network. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen Fortune Fire, by the way? I have not. I know a little bit about the premise, right? They're making yeah. like swords and stuff out of like yeah. scrap. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, oh, today, you know, you got to, here's your parts. You got to make a, uh, you got to make a knife. And it's like, wow. Like they're, like it makes me feel less of a man than I already feel. Um, I don't know how to do things like with my hands. And I really, I want to learn, but I have nobody to teach me because everybody I know is kind of like me. So You know what will make you, you know, feel more like a man? What? Uh, announcing on the pod what we did, you know, three years ago in our first season. Uh, three years? Your daughter's two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years ago. Yeah, she's two. Yeah. That uh, Dale's having another baby. Yep, yep. Baby number two is on the way. It's gonna be a girl again. Um, I'm. <laughs> did I sound? No, I didn't mean to sound sad. <laughs> Just stating a fact. <laughs> it's. I, I, I'm. I'm not like. I'm not that type of person where I get like overly excited about things. It's so yes. Be a girl again. <laughs> I meant to say like another one because if you guys didn't know, I do. I have a daughter that's two years old. Uh, she's grown up with a podcast, and, uh, and now I have. Uh, daughter number two on the way so um we're excited so all right anyways okay yeah. cool um congratulations to you and your wife um i think that's pretty dope yeah man and uh, you know if you want updates like these 
mm-hmm. or you know just regular updates, contests, when shows are being released, things like that, and you want those texted right to your phone, text our messaging service. Text the words, the letters ESF to 55222. That's ESF to 55222 to sign up for our automated text messaging service. And, uh, well, it's not automated. Well, it's it's automated in... I guess automatically... No, it's not automated at all. It's I, not automated I put at everything all. In. Dale sends out yeah. texts. Yes. And they do seem like spam sometimes because I forget to put that it's from Eat Sleep Fantasy. So sometimes it's like, you know, new episode and then nobody even knows what it is. So uh, I'm going to get better at that. But yeah, ESF to 55222. Don't forget. Also... <laughs> By the way, I just want to point out that our show prep sheet is just nothing. <laughs> I cannot keep it together today. Holy fuck. I am going to send a screenshot and put this on Twitter, guys. Our show prep sheet is nothing but natural disasters. <laughs> you know, other pod other fantasy football podcasts, you know, they might have prep sheets about stats and about maybe, you know, um, previous, uh, you know, years of fantasy takes or whatever. Nope, the 2004 nope. Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> the people need to know the most deadly natural disasters. We'll get to that in a second. Holy um, crap, man. But that is the kind of prep that we need. Uh, we do have a lot of fantasy questions to answer because we are going to do a little bit of mailbag from our Eat Nation private group on Facebook. If you guys aren't a part of that, uh, you should join. Uh, we used to charge for it, or not really charge. We used to say you have to be a member, but then we kind of like, I'm just throwing that out. So if you want to be a part of it, just um, request and I'll accept you to the private group um, as a little bit of, just like our show, a little bit of everything. And uh, it, it's it's a fun little it's a fun little group to be in, especially in season when people are more active. Uh, one more thing uh, before we get really get started. If you guys are going to be anywhere in the Dallas area, um, in the middle of July, July 13th, we are hosting Draft Night Out. It's the official fantasy draft event of SportsCon. If you don't know what SportsCon is, check that out. It's the largest sports convention in the United States. We are hosting the fantasy, the official fantasy event for them. So don't forget, uh, check out draftnightout.com. Basically, it's going to be at Top Golf in Dallas. Food, free, well, not free food, food is included in your ticket. Along with drafting, trivia, we have tons of giveaways, all kinds of uh, autograph stuff, jerseys, footballs. Uh, so just even just to get that stuff, it might be worth just buying the ticket. Um, so check that out, draftnightout.com, or go to our site, and you can click the link right there on top. Did you say it's gonna be, uh, with just the food, it'll be worth buying the ticket? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You buy the Oof, ticket, you get all the, food, you get all the food, all the food you want, and then you get free prizes. Uh, we're doing it with Sleeper Wire. If you guys don't know Sleeper Wire, they are a independent podcast like us. Um, really good guys. Their their podcast is actually uh, has meaning, unlike ours. Uh, they they put all of their profits and proceeds to help fight or not fight anything. They are uh, helping people buy medicine that can't afford it. So um, that's really cool stuff. I probably didn't do it justice, but they're good good guys over there at sleeper wire yeah. podcast too so to our podcast where literally all of our money goes to giving shit away yeah mm-hmm. not like yeah, good shit not off. like donating to charity or anything but like Mm-mm. t-shirts and like yeah pop sockets pop sockets 
where you get a $1 pop socket that costs like $4 to ship to you. Yeah. And then we 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 lose like $3 on every pop socket. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh yeah, uh don't forget eatsleepfantasy.com if you don't know where we are. If you're listening to us for the first time, you probably already figured out what our podcast is. It's a little bit of everything mixed in with a lot of good fantasy advice. Uh, we do get more serious into fantasy, not a lot more serious, but we do get more serious into fantasy as a um, you know season approaches. Uh, but right now we are kind of basically doing all the housekeeping all season, all off season. We're kind of gearing up for these big unveils for the season. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Christian to needs to set up. <laughs> you need to set up your uh, mixer so we can do drops again. That's what people love, and uh, you're responsible for that now, so you got to figure that out. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, we're going to do a couple of things. One, we're going to answer some of the questions on this uh, private Eat Nation private group. Mm-hmm. We're also going to talk about our natural disaster scale. Before we do that, I, do, I don't want to uh, seem insensitive. I know there's a lot of uh, stuff going around, tornadoes and floods and all that stuff that's really... Um, causing a lot of uh heartbreak and and shitty situations for a lot of people all throughout the world time out. The US. we live in florida and north carolina bro we get hit by hurricanes like every other year let's just yes. let's take I'm this just, with, like, just trying to, with a yes, com- exactly. comedic sense okay yes that's i'm just telling people not to take it too serious i was uh, affected big time by a hurricane back in the early 90s hurricane andrew so i'm not taking this stuff lightly but we kind of are making fun of natural disasters a little bit. So don't take us too serious is what I'm trying to say. If you lost a family member in a sinkhole, I apologize, but it's very fucking unlikely. It's unlikely, but you never know. There's some people in our E-Nation private group where... If anyone here has lost anyone, not a loved one, just anyone that they know, pet, neighbor the guy down the street like a former teacher to a sinkhole Mm -hmm. you can at me Mm -hmm. on twitter at eat sleep ff not not my personal i'm not gonna give that one out at eat sleep ff (laughs) and tell me about your experience and then i'll probably reply as to yeah sorry sorry you gotta yeah you gotta be remorseful oh shoot all right so uh do people um, actually so. die to sinkholes? Like, is that a thing that still happens? Yes. Well, well, if they, if they, they're not gonna fall in a sinkhole and not die. They, you once you fall in a sinkhole, you're gone. You sure? Pretty yeah, sure you can fall in a sinkhole middle. and not die. No, you go straight to the core of the earth and you burn up. Okay, hold on. I'm googling I've sinkhole statistics. Just keep going. I've seen. It. I have a feeling this is not the first time we googled sinkholes on the Eastleigh Fantasy Football Podcast. No, no, absolutely not. Okay. All right, so I'm actually going to go into... There's a lot of singles uh, did, in Florida, apparently. <laughs> yes, there are. Well, because all the strawberry farmers are fucking everything up for everybody. Okay, calm down. Wow. <laughs> hey, state with the most sinkholes in the United States. I'll give you one guess. Florida. No. Mm. That's number two. Really? California? No, California is not oh. on the list. Okay, who? It's uh, my favorite state. Alabama? Alabama. Nice. They're close to Florida. Fuck Alabama. Anyways. 
yeah, so basically about 20 minutes ago, I said, hey, what are some uh, stuff we can talk about? Give us some content. Uh, so we got some. I'm going to skip through some. I'm going to talk about some uh, because we don't have a lot of prep. I can just go off the top of my head. Is it great advice? Maybe, maybe not. But we'll go with it. And then we'll see. Okay. 2013 was a rough year for sinkhole deaths. Three people died. Yeah. It's the strawberry, strawberry uh, industry. One of the guys' named name was Jeff Bush. Rest in peace. That sucks. His entire bedroom was swallowed. Are you still eating? Yeah, I am now eating a uh, Italian ice. I will Venmo that- you a dollar if you can tell me on your first guess what flavor. Italian ice. Uh, I'm trying to think what it, Italian ice is like gelato, or is that? Are you? I'm not talking about like a snow cone. Uh, I think it's like somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cherry. Ooh, close though. Oh, dang it. No, what is it? Strawberry. Oh, dang it. Damn. Almost got a dollar. All right, let's move on. Strawberry, that's that's what's happening. You're contributing to this thing. I'm stuff. positive this has no real fruit juice. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the question. No strawberries in this. No strawberries the- were harmed in the making of this Italian ice. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Manu wants to know who are the biggest impact players on a new team off the top of your head. Antonio Brown. Like, really? That's easy. Yeah. Easy peasy. That's one. I mean, Lev Bell. We're going to go with the two Steelers. Yeah, of course. That's not bad. Um, Um, If we're going... Do we want to go a little deeper than that? I I would maybe say... Um, Is Golden Tate going to make an impact on the Giants? I don't know. I'll give you a better one than that. And I, okay. I think it's a guy to look out for. Um, if he gets utilization similar to Mark Ingram, and that's Latavius Murray. Just because the offense is so good... We've seen sure. what they've done with the two running backs in the past ye- past couple years. Um, okay. Well, this is um, – I kind of wanted to bring this up because there is one uh, guy that I really wanted to talk about. A lot of hype with him lately, Tevin Coleman, right. now on the 49ers. Um, NBC Sports Bay Area expects Tevin Coleman to lead San Francisco running backs in touches this year. As do that I. That is the beat writer for the Niners. I, I agree. That's uh that's gonna be pretty interesting to see how this pans out. Um, they did you know invest in Jerick McKinnon last year before his injury, and then Matt Breida is now sitting out OTAs to a torn pec. Uh, so we're gonna see what happens. Um, you know, if uh, Tevin Coleman escapes off season unscathed, then uh, yeah, this could be interesting to watch how well Tevin Coleman does, and uh, in this offense that he's very familiar with. Um. Definitely the highest drafted 49er, right? For sure. Highest drafted 49er. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, running back. Highest drafted 49er running back. Highest drafted 49er in general? Yeah. Probably. Um, <clears throat> here's my question to you. Does he have more touches than he did last year? That's really what it boils down to. 
because he had 167 rushing attempts and 32 catches, amounting to just under 200 touches. He had 199. I say he has less. And, you know, we're talking about a little more than 1,000 total yards last year. And going to an offense that I think is fairly similar in terms of production, what we'll see total. And um, I don't know. It just doesn't it, – it's one of those guys that you get as your flex RB or your RB2 if you're, you know, drafting other positions and you're, you're just kind of like filling that spot and you'll be okay week to week. But it's never going to be – it's never going to be amazing. But I, I, I like him. I like the landing spot. I think he'll be utilized. I just don't think it'll be utilized to the point where uh, Jarek McKinnon is non-existent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're, they're going to be there. And I think Matt Breed is too good to not be not to be kicking around either. So uh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if both of these are still kind of banged up, and if he starts the, the year, week one, week two, hot, I, I, could see a, I could see a way where he gets over 200 touches for the year. Ends up being the top, a top twenty-four running back. I think that's definitely possible. I guess, I but I, if I had to guess the percentage of total RB uh, touches that he'll get uh, on the year, I'd say he gets fifty percent. Uh, Jarek McKinnon gets thirty to thirty-five, and everyone else splits the other fifteen to twenty. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Here's a segue for you, uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs or Tevin Coleman? I think that depends on roster construction. I'll tell you right now. I think, yeah, I obvious. I if you're shooting uh, who's for so who's safer? Safer in terms of eight to ten points per game, and you're pretty confident he's going to get that. Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Um, if you're shooting for the moon and upside, it's Josh Jacobs because you're yes. hoping that Oakland's offense is better this year and that he is the bell cow i don't think josh jacobs has anyone to challenge him for that role whereas i do think tevin coleman um in this offense has not somebody to challenge him but somebody that will definitely come in and take work away yeah yeah i like josh uh blake miller wants to wants some thoughts on josh jacobs uh to start week one I'm not 100% confident that he'll start week one. Uh, I kind of do like in in one of my dynasty leagues, crazy, uh, but it was a super deep startup. Uh, I think it was like the 16th round or something. I did get Doug Martin. I was kind of secretly really happy about that um, because I don't know what Josh Jacobs is going to do weeks one through four, say. I don't know when his buy is, but let's just say his buy isn't week four. So weeks one through four, I'm not sure what he's going to do. And I think Doug Martin has a chance to be kind of sneaky and, and get you a couple points early in the season. But this is Josh Jacobs' position and team to, to own here, uh, with especially with the uh, in the investment that the Raiders put on their O-line. I think they're ready to ground and pound. Okay. I like, I like I like Josh Jacobs, but you're right. He is not as safe as a lot of other running backs in that kind of, and I guess you call it a tier. You know, I would rather have, I think Kenyon Drake is a lot safer. I think uh, Tevin Coleman is. Um, yes, but are you building your roster safety? Because I'm probably in my RB1 
picking safety and then RBs two, three, and four shooting for the moon. That's sure. typically but how I might do that. So if I if I have my RB one and I've gotten I don't know, I got I lucked out with Saquon Barkley or something, right? Um, I will very, I would be very happy then in my RB two getting Josh Jacobs and then following that up in my RB three, uh, with a guy like, uh, maybe Jordan Howard, you know, these kind of picks that are shooting for the fences, guys that I feel like are going to have high workloads and it's really about them doing well with them. Look, I'll, I'll tell you what I did in my recent draft. I went wide receiver, wide receiver, because I, I saw uh, value there. And then I got Nick Chubb has my RB1, which I wasn't crazy about, but he was there and I got him. kind of regret not getting Marlon Mack, but that's another story. So I got Nick Chubb, and then I was stuck on guys in the same tier as like Mark Ingram, uh, on Johnson, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. And I ended up getting Mark Ingram. I just felt that was a little safer at the minute for an RB2. Okay. This is a standard league or uh half point PPR. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. And it's not so. it, this is not a keeper league or anything like that. Uh it is dynasty actually. I would have gone with Jacobs, the the younger guy. No, 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 I'm sorry. Jacobs was taken really early. That it wasn't a I'm just saying in that for that RB2, I think. Okay. J- in in a regular redraft the, league, yeah, yeah. I think I would take a guy like Ingram because you have a that Ingram is a guy that's a mixture of all of these things. I think he has the opportunity. Uh, he has the upside. Um, he has shown I'm not just saying, talent. In, in, that, in that instance, my RB2, I was going for the safer route, Mark Ingram, whereas, you know, in redraft, yeah, it would have been Mark Ingram versus Josh Jacobs, maybe. And well, I that's still because you, you had an iffy RB1. Yeah, right. Again, uh, for me, I'm almost always going to uh, spend on the uh, solid RB1 and then uh, shoot – for that upside with RBs two, three, and four. Right. All right. Um, let's see. Adam Rabinsky wants to know Tyler Boyd or AJ Green. Is AJ Green not even close? Um, you don't have to respond to that, Brito. Uh, Manny Parra wants us to talk about Avengers Endgame. I am really behind in the Marvel, um, Marvel movie, so I don't think i've seen like the past like five movies you're talking about game of thrones but i feel like that's balraj the next comment balraj says no game of thrones stuff that's they did he really say that uh oh that's actually a question mark so i get maybe he wants us to talk about game of thrones stuff uh can you throw out a spoiler is it too early uh no so here uh with movies this is my rule of thumb with movies i will give you a little more than a week Right, because you may not be able to get out to the movie. You may not have found two hours of time to go for the movie itself, plus all the previews, plus you know getting over there and getting the tickets and all that. So movies, I get it. But the TV show, you can literally do that whenever, from your bed, from your couch. Uh, if you don't watch it by the next day, I don't give you any more grace, period. Sure. In terms of spoilers. So, Game of Thrones, all I wanted to see. This is the... I'm I'm okay with everything they did. Everything they did, I'm okay with that. I I wish they would have expanded in Danny turning mad. That, that needed to mm. be elaborated a little more. I know you don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. 
But nope. Daenerys's transition to madness and being like her father, um, I'm okay that they did that. They needed to flesh it out more and show more instances of her turning. Um, John killing her, I'm okay with that. Uh, I will even accept. Uh, God, this is really boring. Brand being king, right? Brand the broken dude. You should it, that you would find this. Fucking, this is so fucking boring hilarious. right now. Okay. Let's move on. Sorry. I like I started hating our podcast. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Was that mean? Did no. it cut you off like that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Andrew Rodriguez wants to know. <laughs> uh your top five R and B songs. No. Look, I don't really have a top five. Um uh, Can I should I try? Because I have some good ones from the nineties. The uh, problem is I don't I don't like love songs. Yeah, you yeah. gotta have at least one Usher, one Neo, and one R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bump and grind has to be it, right? Uh no. That doesn't really? that doesn't have to be it. But Burn by Usher needs to be in there. Yeah, yeah. Or You Got It Bad, whichever one of those two. Oh you yeah, want. You Got It Bad is much better, I think. Mm, I guess. I don't know. I like that's the reason I don't like country music because I don't like all the love stuff. It's like, oh god. Okay. And they're all. Uh. Um. But so, what do you put on when you have sex? I put on my own music, if you know what I'm saying. Is that a sound effect, or are you clapping? What? So, so the one problem I had with the show, right, is they built all this up for John, right? Oh, he's a Targaryen. He is the rightful heir. He chose duty over and over and over. He even at the end chose duty over love in killing Daenerys. And not that he doesn't become king, but that they send him away to the north, kind of like a punishment. Let Like, offer it to him. Have him deny it and say, no, I don't want to be king and I'm meant to be in the north. And the ending is completely different and, like, it's good. But to, like, be like, hey, we're fucking sending you to the north after all that you've done. Eh, it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right. it's like me coming on the podcast, right? And mm-hmm. wanting to talk about fantasy football and then Dale makes me talk about Game of Thrones and then, like, cuts me off in the middle of it and tells me it's boring. <laughs> This it, It's like doing that. All right. Uh, let's talk about this natural disaster ago. So I think, what was it, two years ago we kind of did it? Also, who the fuck asked the Tyler Boyd question? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Who was it? Uh, Adam. I said his name. Wow, Adam. Did you write the ending for Game of Thrones? <laughs> All right. So about two years ago, we came up with this natural disaster scale. Basically, um, it's a good scale. You know, like imagine the hot wing scale when you go to a, like a hot wing place and it has like the green to red and then it has like the gradient. That's exactly what our scale looks like. But it starts off, you know, instead of starting off at, you know, sweet chili sauce, it'll start off at sinkhole. And then it goes all the way up to the hottest or the most dangerous, which would be like a tornado. Um so when we're talking about players, say, for instance, uh, Carson Wentz, right? Where is he on the dis- natural disaster scale? Just a spitball. Just throw me to natural disaster. Uh, 
He's like maybe somewhere around a hurricane. Tsunami, like slightly worse than that, like a tsunami. Right. Okay. Why is a flood higher than a tsunami on this scale? Who the fuck made this? Uh, well, it's not a scale. This is what we're talking about here, bro. We made us. We made the scale before. Yes, I know, but we're gonna remake it and adapt it. Why to are we remaking it? Because I lost the Photoshop file. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, I could just go through our Twitter feed and find it, right? It's definitely on there. Um, because I panicked one time on my computer because I what's, it the, like what's I, the password to Twitter real quick? <laughs> <laughs> just say it on air, man. Let everybody just go through our stuff. No, I'm serious though. I'm not gonna say it on our password. I'm gonna say our password on air. <laughs> Is it the one that ends in pound? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it, it's not, by the way. <laughs> I shouldn't have right. said that. No, you now should, they're gonna figure you, it out. You should cut that. Uh, <laughs> username and password you enter does not match our record, so I guess I won't be doing this. Okay, it's fine. Is um, it anyways, though? you don't need to log in to see it. Forgot your password. Search. No, don't do that. We change our password like once a month. <laughs> Text the code to my phone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Getting a text from Twitter. Okay. Anyways. Just, so what, just continue. Look. I'm just resetting our password. Okay. So we are going. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so we are. Uh, basically ranking the natural disasters basically from give me a injury prone player all the way down to a non-injury prone player quote unquote so somebody super durable would be a sinkhole and somebody not would be uh, an earthquake I think earthquake is definitely the worst um, and I'll tell you why I think tsunamis are the worst dude the most deadly natural disasters like nine of the top 10 most deadly are all earthquakes yeah but like a lot of those times is because the earthquake caused the tsunami yeah so that makes earthquake very dangerous yeah you're right you're right you're right i mean there's all kinds of crazy uh crazy earthquakes so it's just earthquake uh, itself doesn't sound like right frightening uh, you ever see that rock movie with a big earthquake? That'll make you scared of earthquakes. What's it called? Um, San Andreas. It's good. He was in a helicopter. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And I think he, like, he did something awesome. Anyways. Okay, so the earthquake is the most dangerous. Why did you tweet out the dolphin schedule? Who cares? Who cares? Fuck cares. <laughs> Yeah, one person liked it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Normal posts get like hundreds. Fucking post yeah, right. the dolphin schedule, one like. One. I think it was my personal account, just to make the numbers look better. Okay, so we are looking at an earthquake as the most dangerous, uh, sinkhole the least dangerous, right? And so I'm writing all this down in between. Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna spitball here. Tsunami would be the second most dangerous. Mm-hmm. Typhoons and hurricanes. I'm gonna say hurricane. I'm gonna include typhoons. Uh, and then I'm gonna say okay. I'm just write. I'm writing this down. I'll tell you. 
and then volcanic eruptions I think can be very dangerous. Mm. Okay. All right. And then we're going to go with, oh, no, no, uh, I already said flood. Yeah, so, oh, avalanches are pretty bad, too. All right, so we have uh, seven uh, seven natural disasters, starting with earthquake, then tsunami, then hurricane, flood, volcanic eruptions, avalanches, and sinkholes. Okay? So I need you to give me uh, a couple players for each. Let's just go down the list here, and you tell me. Actually, I'm going to give you a list. Given this, uh, given this little key here, okay. I need you to tell me how worried we should be about these people. All right. Okay. I I want to point out that like seventy percent of our media on Twitter is you giving shit away. By the way, like <laughs> I'm actually getting upset going through our feed. <laughs> Okay, so I don't get the okay from you every single time I do it. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might like I, I did give I did give something away today, by the way. <laughs> Shirt. Yeah, I saw you fucking on Instagram. Oh, you're so busy with work. I don't want to bother you. <laughs> I fucking hate you, dude. When did uh when did we come up with this uh disaster scale? Do you have a date? Shh. Uh, probably, uh, let's think August, 2016. It was a long, long time ago. Anyways, so I'm going to give you some, uh, 16. Holy crap. Yeah, well, it was a long time ago, bro. All right. Keep going. Keep going. I'm listening. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm scrolling too. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's baby is wearing an eat sleep fantasy onesie. Yeah, it's cool, right? He made it. Whose baby is that? I don't know. I can't remember. But it's awesome. All right. So I am... I'm going to give you some players, and you tell me where they're on the disaster scale. Okay. Now, a lot of our tweets have are hot dog-related. Like, way too many hot dog-related <laughs> tweets. All right. Le'Veon Bell. From an earthquake to a sinkhole. Where is he at? Mm. Given that he didn't play last year... Uh, you worry a little bit, but as long as everything's fine, like as long as he's there for training camp, mm-hmm. it's low, like a sinkhole or avalanche. And uh, so okay. that's pretty low. All right. I'm going to give Bill an avalanche. All right. Let's go down the list a little bit. Um, you know, it's one guy that I am a little nervous about is... Darius Geis. They said he's going to be ready, right, for the offseason stuff. Mm-hmm. He didn't play all last year as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was injured almost immediately. <laughs> right. They re-signed uh, a- uh, Adrian a- Peterson. Peterson, right. Uh, they've said a little bit about him being a little delayed. Right. It's, and then now it's, he's okay. It's, I mean, there's... There's cause to worry, right? It's a little worrisome. I'd say it's a little more than Bell because obviously he's had an injury here. Um, I'm going to go with that's kind of like a flood to me. Oh, you think so? More than a volcanic eruption that I see you writing on our screen. Yeah, okay. All right. I thought you were going with volcanic eruption. Okay, flood for Darius Geis. All right, let me go with um, maybe one more running back. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. 
I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of people I'm super worried about that would be on the scale. Can you think of anybody off the top of your head? Super worried about off the top of my head. Huh. That means no. Oh, here you go. Todd, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. That's a good one. A lot, a lot of hearsay with Todd Gurley lately. Um, if you guys don't know Todd Gurley, uh, they said there's some questions surrounding him. Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, just the fact, the the playing time that Todd Gurley had in the playoffs last year, and then trading up to get Daryl Henderson as a rookie. We don't know exactly what's going on with Todd Gurley. They saw him limping in a TMZ video, all that stuff. So what are we doing here? How nervous are you? I'm telling you right now, it's it's more than a volcanic eruption. Uh, I wouldn't say more than that for me personally. I think he'll be ready, and I think he both he'll be fine. Draft with confidence. I didn't say confidence. I, I said draft, you know, without freaking out. Okay. Well, volcanic eruption. Okay. You could so, run away in time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, some. If you're on an island with one big volcano, you're you're fucked. All right, let me give you one more. Let me give you a quarterback. I'll, I'll give you one, one that would be more worrisome than Todd Gurley for me. Okay. Who? Uh, Cam Newton. Oh, I was just gonna say that. Okay, I like that. Cam Newton, where is he on this scale here? I don't like your scale, by the way, because it's not my scale, and I can't find my scale. Uh, give give me a hurricane. Don't, don't I found it. Like you, I fucking found it. Don't act like you made the other scale. I was completely there, and I probably made it. So don't take credit for the old scale just because I'm making a new one. Uh, you made the picture. I We talked about I can I can t- show you the podcast where we talked about it, and I was probably a, a big voice in that episode. So get that out of your head. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not going to share the fucking picture with you. I don't want to anymore. It's my picture. You know what? Because I bet you it's almost exactly what I just did. <laughs> First of all, the highest one on here is a tsunami, like I said. Okay, so what's what's the old scale? And then we can compare. Tsunami, then hurricane, yeah. then earthquake, yeah. then flood, then avalanche, then tornadoes, then wildfires, volcanoes, oh. a blizzard. And Jeez, we have way too many. How do people keep up with that? We have 10 from 1 to 10. You know, we could oh. just say from 1 to 10, right? Like, this would be a lot <laughs> simpler if we just went from 1 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to fucking remake the wheel. We got to break the wheel. It's a Game of Thrones one, reference. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Give me one more disaster that we didn't. I, I added tornado. I think you missed Sinkhole. Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard. Okay, I'll put Blizzard right ahead of Wildfire. So you're going to remake this? Uh, yes, yes, I'm going to remake it. You think a Blizzard it. is worse than a Wildfire? Yes, don't you? Do you not remember what just happened with these Wildfires? Jeez. Oh, you're just playing to the fake news, Christian. Uh, There were Kardashians that had to evacuate <laughs> from their home. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of Kardashians, did you know that Kendall Jenner was, like, a main investor in Casper Mattresses? 
I did not, but did you know it's gonna IPO that and make like billions of dollars after the wild uh, fires ended? Uh, Courtney hung around her house and didn't seem to want to go home. No, you didn't watch that episode. Okay. Wait, what do you mean hung around what? her house? What? That doesn't make any sense. I just say uh, that again. No, don't worry about it. If there's any guys in the audience that uh, happen to catch that little preview of the episode. <laughs> All right. So our disaster scale revised is starting from the worst earthquake, tsunami, hurricane, flood, volcano eruptions, tornadoes, avalanches, wildfires, blizzards, sinkholes. Yes. I'm just okay. going to send you this picture real quick. Okay. So just for the future, we really want to make this scale for you guys. I'll post on social media just for, you know, the uh, the sake of you guys understanding it. We are going to send it out. Um, Is the background gonna... of this image that you did the disaster scale just Florida getting pummeled by hurricanes? Yeah, yeah it's like three, <laughs> three in a row. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be good. We're going we're gonna to do good here. I think I got better at Photoshop since then too, so I'll I'll do a better job. Uh, yeah, that was two thousand four. Got hit by uh three hurricanes back to back to back. Yep. All right. Um so yes, check out Natural Disaster Scale. Uh maybe I'll throw it on our website, but definitely it's gonna be all, all over social media for the next week or two. Um and one more thing we are gonna tease. If you guys like the natural disaster scale, get ready. Because next week, I'll let, I'll let Christian talk about this. What, we're, what are we doing next week, Christian? Um, animal fighting? The next thing in our prep sheet. Yeah, I said it. Okay. But I thought we were doing that this week. <laughs> okay, we can I do was it this prep, week. I was ready for this. Okay, let's do it now. Okay, we'll give you a... Th- listen, this is a little taste. This is a little taste, okay? I always wonder who would win in a fight between one animal and another, right? Yes, so like that's it. It's typical um, podcast banter, but I love it. Is it really? I think it's been done, but that's okay because By we're going to we'll put our own spin. I don't know. I just I know it's been done before. Never mind. I don't fucking want to do it anymore. People have talked about animals fighting, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, of course they have. But like have they brought in facts? Have they backed someone? Yes, that's what that's what easily fantasy is about. See, I like where you're going with this. We not only are we going to talk about animal fighting, but we are talking about facts right here. So here, here we go. Who wins okay. in a fight, Dale, between a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla? See, because we are trusted members of the media, I'm not just going to throw out my opinion. I want facts to back up what I'm thinking here. Because so, okay, a grizzly bear is much larger. Okay? Much larger. Yes. Much, much larger. Scarier. We're talking about almost twice the weight. Okay, hold on. Grizzly, first, first, first. Grizzly bear is like 900 pounds, and a gorilla is like 500. Hold on, hold on. Before you get into the, the stats here, which one it just is looks scarier? Uh, I'd say grizzly bear looks scarier. I don't know. The silverback gorilla, when they show their teeth, they look... Uh, no, grizzly bear is just so much bigger, though. 10 yeah. feet tall, especially when they stand up. And But here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Which one's stronger? Which one's smarter? Right? Yeah, so right. you got to factor these things in. Because that grizzly bear 
I, I think it's it's kind of like a you know a big fighter and a little fighter to but the little fighter is better trained right mm-hmm. right um so it, it would be like like i don't know the big show fighting <laughs> fucking right. yeah floyd mayweather or some shit i gotta sure. pick a better fighter but uh, yeah that's a great great example there but like i don't know anyways um <laughs> This one's really hard for me, so I would like to hear your opinion. Okay. Uh, so the size alone has almost everything to do with my pick. I know a lot of people are going to say the Silver Brett Gorilla because they're so strong, but the Grizzly Bear is just too big. I'm sorry. When you're fighting something that's double your size, you're literally double your size in weight and in height. Uh, you got to go with the big, with the big one, Grizzly Bear. Yeah. But you ever seen those Kong movies where he's fighting a T-Rex and he just kind of like snaps the uh, the T-Rex's jaw open? Yeah, good point. That's good what point. I feel like a gorilla yeah. would do versus a bear. Like but literally snap its jaw open. There is not one sports team named the Gorillas. Why not? Or the Monkeys. Is it because those are... No, because we have lions and we've got... Yeah, Tigers, so, so. I was going to say is it because they're not uh, naturally occurring and but they are. I mean, I we had we had Vancouver Grizzlies and we had the Chicago Bears. Yep. And we have nothing with gorillas. The Memphis Grizzlies too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh maybe oh, maybe cuz they're not really found in the United States at all. Chicago Cubs. Yep. Yeah. A lot of a lot of bear references. Anyways, so who are you going with? I'm going to go with the gorilla. He's four times stronger, basically. Right? With, when if we're just looking at... Yeah, we're just looking at strength in terms of, like, you know, arms. But, like, in terms of their bite force, almost identical. Almost identical right. bite force. And that's all you really have to worry about. You're not worrying about the gorilla punching you. Right. And so who... And here's the other thing. I'm willing to bet the gorilla would be more agile and more considering of the environment too. So what, what do you mean? What do you mean? So what like able to use the environment to its advantage to oh, get right. around the gorilla or, oh, or, or do, point. or do things like that. Yeah. Cause you Be go up more. a tree. Grizzly's just going to yell at you. You go up a tree on a silverback gorilla. He's chasing you all the way up the tree, isn't he? So I'm gonna go silverback gorilla, but I'm not gonna dismiss the grizzly bear if he catches the gorilla. Just catches him one time, real good. That gorilla's fucked. Yeah. Also, if you have a gun, I could. I have a feeling you could shoot the silverback gorilla and it'll die. Grizzly bear will just take take it and keep charging you. Yeah, because there's all that all that fat in the way. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. That's a all good right. debate. Stay tuned for next week's when we actually show you a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla fighting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Peta would not be okay with that. Uh, I wonder what the most odd fight for two animals has ever been. Like, you know, like something two totally random animals fighting each other that never fight each other usually. Things that don't occur in in the natural environment. Yeah. Weird animal fights. 
let's see the first thing that pops up mm. Oh man, oh, there yeah. used Snake to be there lion. used to be a website called Animal Battle Simulator that's just no longer available. Oh, that would be good. That's unfortunate. All right, I am looking at a video of uh Oh wow, this was actually Snake. a TV show on Discovery Channel in 2004. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are 2019 talking about the same stuff. Sort of Okay, so the saltwater crocodile versus great white shark. And you know what? You know what? You know what? Stay tuned for next week. Oh, that's a good tease. That's what I wanted to get to. All right, again, guys, if you are going to be in Dallas mid-July, don't forget SportsCon. Uh, we are hosting the official fantasy football draft event. Tickets are limited. I didn't say that in the beginning, but tickets are limited. Um, so you might want to check that out. Reach out to us if you have any questions. You can click the link on our page, or you go to draftnightout.com. It's three words, draftnightout.com. And check it out. Call me if you have any questions. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff, at EatSleepFF. Anything else, Christian? They actually had a gorilla versus an African leopard, and the gorilla snapped the leopard's spine in half. Yeah, that's a weak-ass leopard. Earthquake, tsunami, hurricane, flood, volcanic eruptions, tornadoes, avalanches, wildfire, blizzard, sinkhole. For Christian Burrito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Josh Jacobs. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talkin' mock drafts, running backs, better follow The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screamin' eat nation, we doin' what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy Eat, sleep, fantasy.